Hey friends, welcome to another episode of This Sovereign Life, where we inspire you to escape the mediocrity that we've been conditioned to see a success in this society, and instead pursue a life that is crazy adventurous and full of peace and joy. Today, tonight, actually, I hate to break it to you, but I am going to drop a truth bomb on you that some of you may know, some of you may not, some of you may believe, some of you may not, but of all of the things I have learned in life and come to know by living a long, flourishing life of 144 years old, this is one of the most obvious truths that I have come across. And that is the truth that we live by our beliefs. What we believe is not true. Sometimes it could be. But for the most part, very little that you experience in your life is an absolute truth. Because most of what we experience is actually created by our beliefs. Yep. And uh, honestly, that is not fun truth for a lot of people. And a lot of people will argue that because they will argue that truth because uh, a lot of us look at our lives and we don't like to believe that we've created what we see. We, and even when we do maybe like what we see, we want to claim it as an absolute truth, not something that is uh, possibly not true in another, in a slightly varied situation or with another person, etc., etc. For instance, uh, you know, something like the way we view the world, our worldview. We often see our own worldview as absolute truth. When somebody is having a completely different experience of the world in another place, another family, another culture, whatever it may be. And, uh, so it's interesting to me. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I think, especially in today, when we're spending half our time on the internet, consuming articles that are written by who knows who and curated into our algorithm, this is a very, uh, a very important truth to understand and to be aware of. Because while you're sitting there thinking that what you know is the truth and you, you are the smart one, right? You're one of the logical ones. You're one of the sane ones. You're one of the, the woke ones. You're one of the, the loving, caring ones. I don't know what, however you view yourself, um, your worldview is shaped through that lens, uh, your immediate your immediate life experience is shaped through that lens. And um, if you're, if you're being fed an algorithm, if you're consuming a certain type of content, this is all actually very impactful and influential on how you're going to experience life. And no, most of us don't want to believe that we're that easily influenced. We don't want to believe that we're subject to change, that what we think we know and stand for 
is not actually as sturdy and uh, grounded as we believe it is. But there's also some freedom and liberty in uh, coming to grips with this fact of life. Now, just a little disclaimer. Um, I do believe in absolute truth. I believe that there is universal truth that cannot be changed, no matter what our beliefs are. And at the same time that we're experiencing our life through our own belief, own belief systems, we are also experiencing our life, I would say, in tandem with that universal truth. So both are impacting us. But I would say largely our view of the world is impacting or our, our, what we believe to be true is going to have a big impact on how we interact with that universal truth. So I'm not sitting here saying that uh, everything is relative. I don't think everything is, but I do think most of what we experience is. Uh, however, at the same time, I think we are subject to and experiencing with a universal truth that I'm not going to, it's not what this episode is about, but uh, if you've listened to my podcast, you probably know my view on that. Um, however, that's my view, but back to the topic at hand. Okay. So the liberating part about knowing and acknowledging this fact of life is that for one, we then realize that we get to choose what we believe. Now that's much easier said than done because um, most of our beliefs are deeply ingrained into the fabric of our being starting from childhood. In fact, a lot of our beliefs get formed early on in childhood and they get formed in our subconscious mind. And that's why we, that's a lot of the reason we think they're so true is because that's all that we've known. We've always seen the world through that lens because that's a lens that we were given from the beginning. So, um, a lot of what we believe depends on who we were born to, how they raised us, who we were exposed to, uh, what experiences we had in early childhood. And then those form our lens and shape our beliefs, which shapes our experience. And we go through life seeing that as the absolute truth. Uh, but then later on, we often want to change our views. We want to change our habits sometimes. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things we want to change and yet we will find ourselves being pulled back into the same patterns. Now that my friends, some of you might know is the battle between the subconscious and the conscious mind and what the conscious mind wants to believe may, uh, may be in opposition to what the subconscious mind already believes and is trying to protect as its belief system. And that is where we'll find ourselves either defending our current or former beliefs uh, much more adamantly in order to kind of prove it to ourselves or, or trying to change our beliefs and experiences but find it difficult to do so because something seems to be holding us back or sabotaging us. For instance... You may have gone your whole life believing that you're unworthy of what you desire, right? Um, you're unworthy. You shouldn't have it. It's not for you. 
and you grow up and you start to realize that that unworthiness is sabotaging you and keeping you from getting what you desire, but yet it's so deep seated within you that you're still seeing things through that lens and therefore you are continuing to move through life as if you are unworthy of things that consciously you might know you're worthy of. So that's kind of how that works. But nonetheless, we, whether it's conscious or unconscious, we are experiencing life according to our beliefs, not according to an absolute truth. Uh, How do I know that? How can I prove that? Well, for one, my own story proves it because I personally have lived one life and have changed my beliefs at the very core, deepest level several times, and it has completely changed my life experience. And I will go from knowing one thing to be true to then knowing it to be false or wrong or just not true and knowing something else to be true. And that will be the way that I see the world from then on. And it doesn't go back. It's a belief system change. Um, And it always changes my reality and my experience in life when I have a big shift like that. Um, I've had a couple huge ones throughout my life. One of them very recently. Um, One of them when I was like a teenager and another one when I left the church I was raised in. So it's happened happened multiple times throughout my life and I can definitely pinpoint the way it's changed not only my view in life but also has changed my uh, my experience um, how else can I prove it well I think honestly you could prove it to yourself if you just thought about it for a minute uh, you have to know, and understand no matter how sheltered you are, no matter how small your bubble is, you have to be able to acknowledge that while you're having one view of something that happens to be what is true for you, there's somebody in the world, probably even somebody you know that is experiencing the same topic or, you know, subject quite the opposite of you. Um, you know, we see, we can see this all over the place. I don't know that I have to prove it, but I do think it is important to actually understand and acknowledge this in our own lives. It's very easy to look at somebody else. I mean, I don't know if this is too soon, but if we even look at what's happening in Israel and Palestine right now, it's crazy to me to see people who believe so deeply in their core because they were raised from the very, from before they even came out of the womb, raised to believe that they were God's chosen people and that the Palestinians are a parasite just here to get in their way and to be, uh, I don't know. They literally, some people literally believe that because 
the way they see it because they believe that they're truly God's only chosen people and truly the only ones that are going to make it to any kind of, I guess, heaven or, you know, um, kingdom-like afterlife, they believe that the Palestines are parasites or less than humans that are just a curse upon their land and another pestilence to their nation, so to speak, and that it is totally within their holy right to eradicate them. That is not, I'm not saying that's all, uh, people of the Jewish nation of the Israeli nation, but it is some of them because I've literally heard the words come out of some of their mouths myself. And so that's just a very crazy example, right? Whereas also all over the internet, you can see very human Palestinians expressing their perspective, their side of being constantly terrified and terrorized by the Israeli nation, the army, the Israeli army that has been um, occupying their land for a long time. So that is a very extreme example of people of two very extremely opposing belief systems and existences. But what you can see is how how very acutely a belief system can shape uh, an action or a movement or experiences or any given thing, right? And so what I'm trying to get you to do by talking about this is to turn this examination inward and look at what beliefs in your life are maybe causing you to live in a way that is less than thriving for you. That is maybe what, what beliefs in your life might look like a marriage partner that is, uh, that is failing you. That is not who you thought they were or what beliefs in your life may look as if you are just a tired, overworked, um, individual who nobody values? What beliefs are you living by that cause you to be judgmental of other people and their beliefs or their way of doing things? What beliefs are you living living by that are causing you to age faster? Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to do a whole episode on that. It's going to be called Don't Subscribe to Old Culture. Because I think your beliefs can even determine how fast you age. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, that's not this episode. So getting back to it, the, the question is, what beliefs might be holding you back or giving you a lackluster life? Or, and, and the thing about the thing, the other thing that's liberating about this is if you take responsibility, if you understand, like, this truth that truly it's all what you're believing. Okay. So not only does that give you the power of choice to choose new beliefs and to let go of old ones that are not serving you, but it also gives you a whole lot of responsibility 
not only the responsibility, but the ability to take much more responsibility for your own life. Because when you see this, yeah, sometimes your beliefs can get you into a hard situation. And trust me, I'm not saying that everyone that is experiencing awful things is because of their beliefs. Many people are put into situations because of collective beliefs, because of world leader beliefs, because of the beliefs of their ancestors, and unfortunately are born into hard circumstances. That is not what this is about. What this is about is if you aren't one of those people in one of those situations, and you are simply just not in love with your life, or you're constantly feeling like a victim, you're constantly feeling underappreciated, or or you are constantly judging other people and being scared and hiding and afraid to read this or that, afraid to open your mind because you have some idea that you are supposed to keep yourself safe from, I don't know why I went on that tangent, but you get the picture. Many of these are relatable. Um, and here's the thing. We would all be so much better off, both collectively and individually, if we understood and acknowledged this truth. If we could actually see as individuals and as collectives, as nations, as communities, that our beliefs are literally the thing that shape reality. Somebody had to believe it, believe in it to make it happen, whether it's good or evil. Okay. So whoever is out there, if something evil is happening, that's because the belief of the evil person or, or organization that put that into play is stronger than of the good. The ones it's, it's a stronger belief than those who would do good in the world. That's crazy, right? And that's actually something we should think about kind of solemnly because a lot of times good people are out there, you know, hiding, being fearful, hiding behind beliefs, narratives and beliefs, narratives lead to beliefs that we can't do anything about it, that it's out of our control. I'm not saying it's within our control or supposed to be within our control, but here's what I believe. I believe that we are here. Each one of us have a purpose. And I believe that that purpose was made for the time that we are born in. So if you are hiding, if you think that you have nothing to do but cower down and wait for the Lord to come or hide behind your president, just vote for the right guy, right? See how that worked out. Um, if you, then, then I think you're shirking your purpose. Yeah. I said it. I think why you're shirking your purpose is because you don't believe in it. You don't believe that you have one maybe, or you don't believe that you are not only here with a purpose, but fully capable of carrying out that purpose. And so you're not doing it. You're not, you're living in a, in a dim light. Does that make sense? You are dimming your light, you are shirking your purpose, and you are using some kind of belief 
to cover your ass for doing that, to cover your tracks. Meanwhile, some bad guy out there, some politician out there, believes that they should have the power or they should have the money or just simply that they can that it's theirs to take because all the good people have these weak ass beliefs which may kind of be intentional uh evil is winning and ultimately my my true belief is that ultimately god will win that purpose will be carried out but I also think that we can we can hide and we can be small and we can live lives that are not fulfilled or fulfilling and I'm not going to claim to know how that all goes and how but I do I do believe that God is more powerful than evil but also I don't believe we're here to just lie down and wait wait for the wait for the heavenly realm i think it's interconnected and i think we are meant to live in a way that's purposeful and impactful um so so when you realize that your beliefs what your beliefs are causing in your life. If it's less than a full life, if it's less than stepping into knowing that you are here for a purpose and letting go of all the beliefs that are holding you back and believing in yourself and your worthiness in your capability to co-create a life in purpose with your creator, then uh, think about where, think about what kind of life that is versus the kind of life that is always held back and slowed down and kept quiet and, you know, kind of just, kind of just okay. And those aren't the only beliefs. There's beliefs all over the place. It's wild to see, especially these days, to see how we're all living by our beliefs and yet thinking that we are that we are the one that has an absolute truth. Oh yeah, that's another example. Um, churches everywhere. And I was raised in one of these. Bodies of people, communities, an entire community will believe that they're their church or their faith, their their avenue is the only real way to God. And they will truly hold that belief. And while over here, next door, two doors down, uh, another congregation is holding the same belief. And they're both believing that the other one is wrong and the other one at least certainly isn't going to, I guess, be as good of friends with God. When they get there, I don't know, it's ridiculous. It's interesting to see. It's interesting to see how adamantly we can hold on to these these faux truths and how we will, how many of us would rather 
hold tightly to a false sense of reality, then understand this truth that we are creating our reality and create intentionally instead. Create with fire. But nope, instead we'll hold on to these these deadbeat um, limiting beliefs that allow us to at least confirm that we were right or we were safe or we did we did the best possible thing. Um, so at this point, I think I got my point across and I digress, but my friends, I hope, hope to just, uh, stir in you that little curiosity about what, what are you believing and why and what for? And do you like how it's turning out? Do you like how it's shaping your life? Does it feel good? Does it feel free? Does it feel fun? Does it feel like you're thriving? Does it feel like love? Do you feel happy? Do you feel present? Do you feel like you will get to the end of your life and not have any regret? Because if you don't feel all those things, do a little audit. Because you can. You can find them. Trust me, I, I know. It takes some work and... Like I said at the beginning, it's much easier said than done to change your beliefs. But the very first step to changing a belief from from one that's not serving you to one that is serving you is awareness. Just being aware that that one is in there, deciding you're going to kick it out. And then every time it tries to come up, you kick it out. You bring in the new one. You do that over and over and over again till finally... That old belief knows it's not welcome there anymore. And that new belief, that's a new standard. And that, my friends, is the way to make your life however you want it to be. And with that, I will say tulu, tata, as my sister once said, which I believe means goodbye. I'll see you in the next episode.